0: Is missed well without completely without context in that no. other video, so. <laughs> which yes I was doing deliberately.
1: I know that. think
2: Do you have your recording button push, Bruce?
0: Yeah, I've already tested it. It's working.
1: Getting tabled. Getting
3: table. Getting tabled.
1: Getting tabled. Getting tabled.
3: Getting tabled with the Bruce, the Yank and Captain Socks.
0: This is George. I'm going... Come on, Socks. Speak up.
1: How's it going? i uh, mini-George. How are you doing tonight? Good. And we have Bruce. <laughs> Hello, future people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's why George is never supposed to shave, because that's what happens to him.
2: <laughs> uh, so we, we're here Welcome on back, a, George. A Monday, Tuesday, because uh, there's some mishaps, and I was gone, so whatever. Um <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah somebody screwed up so uh Bruce I'm not from- saying that it's all George's fault but it's all George's fault it's
2: all George's fault Yeah, it's the Bruce
0: the Bruce <laughs> The Bruce admitted that with a very world high class meme thank you very much <laughs>
2: hey, I'm, gonna let I'm you not saying it's Bruce's eye.
0: fault but it's Bruce's fault
2: Come on, episode 50 went so well here we are episode 51 acting like we're noobs like we don't know what we're doing oh well it was <laughs> Hey, you want to go through the channel updates? I have to go grab some food for the 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 uh, previous host. Sounds good.
0: All right, so we have a follow up. Um, this comes directly from Lord Sir Lewis of High Double T Combat Empire. Uh, so TT Combat. Um, in episode 48, Captain Socks and I was talking about the high fantasy terrain, and we were trying to figure out from the descriptions whether it was designed to be played inside or if it was just one solid piece. Yep. Um, and Lewis actually answered me back personally last night, uh, and he said, They do indeed have interiors, and the floors come off for interior play. The pictures were taken about a year ago when Tom used them for his Moonstone Kickstarter. Uh, we couldn't be bothered to rebuild them just for the interior shots, which is fair enough. They, that yeah. they they already had it built and it was there ready to go. Made sense. Uh, terrain does tend to be a lot more solid when it's yes. put together like that. So especially if somebody else is borrowing it, uh, it does Absolutely. kind of make sense to do it that way. But yeah, that's it for our follow up. Um, through some clever editing, this next I suspect five minutes won't exist. Did you see JP's
1: new uh, printer? Bruce, no. Go to our general chat. It's gonna screw up my video. Sorry. You got a new tool. Oh, nice. Nice.
0: Actually, I just realised that I completely have a way of checking those feeds. Yeah, on your phone. Come on. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's it's, nice only taken, like it's only taken me out. like a year and a half yeah, to
0: realise this. Yeah, of course. So that's JP. That's the end of five, right? I believe it was the end of five that you said that you were going to get. Five plus. Sure my plan eventually is to get an ender three and then maybe use the expansions to make it bigger all right now through some clever editing george didn't take that long and is back immediately newly received or noteworthy
1: information especially about recent or important events
0: all right we have news and in our news yeah we do for Captain Sox and I, th- this just is going to feel very, very similar, but all of this is new to you. Are, are, we,
2: are we having a bit of a
0: case of déjà vu? Yes. It is a Definitely. little bit. Yeah. All right. So the first thing I wanted to discuss was Lord Croak returning. So the Seraphon, their big bad leader, is returning with I think arguably one of the most gorgeous models they've done in a long time. I actually think this beats um, the King Necron guy quite easily, to be honest. Um, hey. It does still have this feels like it's not going to survive in the base very long mentality about it. George is having problems.
1: What's up, George?
2: Uh, I, I I just had the run run sheet open. You know, no big deal. Oh, okay. And I'm sure that's my fault too. Uh I'm gonna go ahead and blame it on you because you do the dates <laughs> for me.
0: See, the proper run sheet, with me. The proper run sheet is the one that has the information on top about Lord Sir Lewis from the high T.E.T. Empire or something.
2: Yeah, yeah, I see
0: that. And then the very first thing is Lord Cruck.
2: Yes, the uh the the slan overseer that's like all fiddly hey. and uh, fiddly. <laughs>
3: There he goes.
0: To, welcome to, to the couch <laughs> bag. <laughs> Hiya, George. Um, yeah, I just the Seraphon or the oh, Lizardman. Uh, we the discussed this yesterday. Honestly, <laughs> Lizardman is just a better name. Um, yep. but they can they can't copyright <laughs> that. But this is just gorgeous. Everything about this is gorgeous. Uh,
2: it, Games Workshop is getting like, hey, let's help see how cool we can make this, and they do a really great job.
0: Sure. The thing, this is very loud and. There's a lot in this, and we've lost George again. But it's not so loud that you just don't... Because there's a lot of stuff they released that have that much on it you just lose it. Yeah. This is actually... This is holding that balance quite nicely, I
1: think. Yeah, they actually pulled it pretty nice just to still draw your eyes towards the centre, even though it has all that stuff around it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> when we did this the first time, I was telling you about how, originally, it was Skaven or it was Lizardman for me, and I went Skaven because of the new release. This definitely has yeah, temptation to wanting to go that way again um i'm not i'm not going to but th- there's a very strong desire to want to paint this and have it like a centerpiece or something just because it's really pretty I- i'm waiting
2: for the first guy who gets that and like you know puts it together and then like partially destroys it and paints it for like some sort
0: of like you know vanquished foe centerpiece oh you'd have to be nuts this thing's gonna be like expensive i reckon
2: i saw a guy he took a land raider and crushed it and put it under his
0: uh you know imperial warlord titan foot to be fair a land raider is nothing in comparison to the home deposit that you need for the warlord titan
2: he still destroyed a land raider for it
0: i know i'm just saying what's worse is that that's meant to be like a loyalist oh george's frozen it's meant to be a loyalist thing. <laughs> <You're> frozen. <laughs> that's a great place for me to be frozen at too Yep, that's all right. So we're going to continue. We've got some more <laughs> pictures for the White Kings or the Soulblight Gravelords. We have a new White King coming. They're showing off this guy on the horse that's just absolutely gorgeous. Uh, the only it has a positive... Yes?
2: I was going to say, it has a feel of the the old uh, Vampire Lords, uh sculpts and stuff, but being new, though. Because of the Bat Helms?
0: Yeah. The only thing I like about these particular Bat Helms is that I will be able to carve them off very easily if I buy one. Also,
2: that, uh, the guy on foot that is totally not the uh, the Ghost King from uh, Lord of the Rings Return of the King that uh, has to s- uh, swear fealty to uh, Aragorn. Well, to
0: be fair, this is a very old model, the one on foot. This is not a new one. Oh, is it? No, it's this is this is old.
2: It looks pretty solid for being old, then.
0: Yeah, the, we were saying this yesterday. Th- yeah. This holds up a lot better than a lot of the stuff from the, the time. It's been painted nicely too, dude. That is a great um,
2: image. I'm stuck on. It is perfect.
0: Yep. Um, for those that are wondering why George is frozen, it's because he's in the middle of a snowstorm and the world doesn't care about him or the the state that doesn't exist.
3: <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> Good job. <laughs> yes, well. We'll memeify that, JP. (laughs) Bellicor. Yeah, I like that.
0: Um, All right. So after being teased several thousand times, we finally have Bellicor coming. This is a dual kit, one that you can build for either 40k or Age of Sigma. They're showing the Age of Sigma version here. The main difference is down here on the bottom where that Chaos Lord is. Uh, You can take that out and replace it with a Space Marine. A Primaris one, obviously, because it has to be a Primaris one. Um, but, again, there's nothing about this that is not gorgeous. Um, it's like three times bigger than the original model. Just in case you like skulls, we have skulls on your skulls so that you can skull while you skull. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know which of the two big models this week I prefer. I think I might still be on Lord Croak, but this is gorgeous.
2: Are we talking about a Backlore or whatever? Oh, yeah.
3: Backlore? Bellicor, uh, Bellicor,
2: yeah. Bellicor, hands down, like does it for me. It is one, with the exception of the wings, and wings are typically fairly stable on some of these things.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, it's a solid mounted mini f- to start with.
0: Yes, that is a good point.
2: Yeah. Um, second of all, or th- or third of all, um, this is this is what chaos has been. Needing as far as like the demon princes and the sculpts, they've needed something new. They haven't really had much. I mean,
0: they had. Um... Hey, oh, hey, George up. is back. That they've they had like new space Marines and stuff in their last release but they haven't had anything big and significant since Abad pretty much which I think was their last release. Yeah. So just because in recent years it's been corn that's been getting all of the love, and then Nurgle, there's been not much really for just just stared at Chaos Space Marines. Yeah.
2: No. Bell. Bell I, when I first saw this a couple months ago, when they they teased it, released it, whatnot. Yeah, it was just the artwork preview. We saw.
0: Yeah. And they did that like three times.
2: Yeah. Like they were so proud of this, they had to leak it three
0: times. <laughs> Yeah. And for those wondering, no, we're not exaggerating. You go back and look. They teased it three times. Once in a video, and then twice in articles like this. And they just showed an image with one certain part missing, which was this bottom piece down here. The bottom left-hand corner was missing in the image.
2: Now, I will say this, though. This uh, this whole massive stylized basing stuff that they've been doing, like... It's cool and everything, but the mini needs to be also without it, if possible.
0: That's been an argument that people have been going with for a while, to be honest.
2: Um, Prime example, um, when I got my Gotrick, you know, there's a whole little base you can put them on and everything, or just, you know, the mini itself. I'm going with the mini itself because the theme I'm going for and the army I'm going to have them in, I want the basing to go together. And that base does not go
0: with what I'm doing. Yeah, no, so it's been a problem with some of their releases for quite a while. Um, like the uh, only upside of yeah. Um, the only upside of the Necrons, for example, is that everything's had a new release now, so everything can kind of fit together. That's true, yeah. So
2: th- I, that one kind of gets a pass, but so, something as big as chaos, yeah.
0: Because I mean, you could probably make the argument that yes, but the around the stylized base, you still can do whatever you want, but depending on where you've based your minis, this rock formation still may not work. I mean, chaos is chaos, but still, it's got to fit in. Um, mm-hmm. Moving on, while George gets distracted, to a very exciting piece of news, this one. This is fresh off the boat as of last night, so we can probably thank my technical error for this, because we can now cover it while it's current instead of two weeks later. Um, G-Dub are, pr- are finally altering their release schedule and their pre-orders. Um, I would probably argue that this is about six months too late, but they are finally doing something about it, because the, they've kind of had weeks randomly where nothing was happening and they've never really said anything. Um, but they're actually acknowledging it now. Um, so because of COVID and so on and so forth, um they spend the first half of this going on about how there's all of these exciting things to happen but they need a chance to kind of catch up but don't worry there's all of these exciting things happening um so everything on their saw so games workshop forge world and your local warhammer store um this weekend's pre-orders is the last thing that you'll have until may so oh, so
2: that's the last time i'm stepping away <laughs>
0: So over the next over the next week, pretty much they say to check out their other stuff. Who was that disconnecting and reconnecting?
2: That was JP disconnecting and reconnecting.
0: Alright. Yeah. So, like I said, um, I think this personally, I think this is about six months overdue. They probably should have approached this months ago when they first had their issues with the. Um, I think it was the Dark Angels release. They probably should have acknowledged that this was going to be a thing then. But it's done now. It's not a big deal. I would argue that most people think that they release too frequently as it is. Um, I actually think that they should probably slow down on a semi-permanent basis and have it maybe every two weeks or something. But it just depends on how you look at it, I guess.
3: Yeah.
0: Like I said, it's all very exciting, this piece of news. Uh, I'm sure that everybody was just... Everybody's just exhausted after that exciting news and has no time for anything else. So we'll move on next to something really boring new minis. Um, during the Mantic Fest that we partially covered last episode, because um, it was still happening at the time that we were recording. So, was, it, was this started,
2: yesterday or the, the,
0: the episode 50? Episode 50.
2: Oh, okay, not, not yesterday.
0: No, not yesterday. (laughs) So, Kings of War is getting a giant release for the Salamanders army. Pretty much everything in the rule book that's been missing is now coming. Uh, You've got a big list of things there for people that are watching the video edition of this. Those look cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mantic, in certain parts of the community, Mantic have this reputation that, that Mantic are just a very way to get minis um, if you don't want to pay for the prices of good models. Uh, but it's worth noting that Mantic haven't been that company for a good couple of years now. Mantic are releasing endless amounts of really good quality sculpts that have really come into their own. They definitely have a different aesthetic. They definitely want to, they're definitely pushing for that 90s type vibe, which a lot of people like. Um, But a lot of their stuff is hard plastic and resin. They haven't been doing Restic for a while now, which is good because Restic is horrible.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. I don't care. It's horrible. Um, However, On the same vein, we're also getting halflings. So this is the second lot of halflings that we're getting in the last 12 months. The first lot being from TT Combat. Very different feel from these halflings, though. These are a much more serious-looking army. They're not quite as playful and characterful as the um, TT Combat ones were. So depending Mm -hmm. on what sort of vibe you want to get for your army, there's definitely a place for both of them in the marketplace.
2: Bruce, Bruce, these are the Peter Dinklage halflings.
0: I could see that. Well, no, because elf. of the guy... Because of the die-on, the biggest and bestest boy there is. Well, no,
2: it's elf. You're such an angry little elf. Call me elf,
0: or dwarf, or whatever, or like, one
2: more time. It's dwarf,
3: yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, That they are very angry and very serious and stoic. I like that. I mean... I like the playful, I really do like the playful, fun loving halflings that we get from TT Combat. I like their undead halflings even more. But I like the fact that Mantic have gone a different route and have tried to show something that you'd almost be scared of on the battlefield.
4: This definitely feels more like an
0: army, where the other one feels more like it's a town that's come to life. So I like that.
2: I don't know. It, it almost looks like the uh, the town of angry villagers uh, fighting against the um, the I don't know the, the the corrupt government or whatnot. And and down here at the bottom is the corrupt governor or the sheriff of the corrupt governor coming in to
0: collect the taxes. Yeah, I could see that. But look, look, they have the bestest boys ever. Look at the doggos. Come on, you've got to love the doggos.
3: It looks Great. like it's an what Irish it? setter.
0: What was
4: that, sorry, George? I said that looks like it's an Irish setter.
0: Actually, I could say that, or an, or a wolfhound. So yeah, some gorgeous stuff there, George. I'm gonna skip ahead to the other Mantic news that's on the list. Other Mantic?
1: Yeah, it's a Manta Dreadnought.
0: Uh... We have some very big ships coming for Armada. Not Star Wars Armada, regular Armada. Which is the side oh. game for Kings of War. It's a naval fleet game. So we've got some dreadnoughts coming. We've got this giant orc ship, which is easily my favorite of the bunch as far as dreadnoughts is concerned. The other thing this is showing off is the Twilight Kin, which both me and Captain Sox love. Um, but I think that the, the sails look a little odd because they're just normal sails on a, on a nightmare ship. Your are too pristine. kind of feels weird. Yeah. That they kind of need to be torn or twisted or made of human skin or something. I don't know. Um, why does this one look like a xenomorph? Because it's the twilight king. It's your nightmares come to
4: life. Totally looks like a xenomorph. Yeah, it does. I don't think that's accidental. So we've got. Okay, I
0: see. Okay, so we just got the. Okay. Um. Do you, know what do you see what I'm saying with the sales though? Yeah, it's
4: there's something
0: like there's, oh, it's like they feel like they should be torn and ruined. Or that they're very clearly not sails; it's something else, or
1: I don't know. There's just something off there. They look like they're brand new, straight out of the do- dry docks, first sailing out.
2: Well, so so here's my thing, right? So this is supposed to be a dreadnought ship, right?
0: Yep. Oh, the oh, Twilight King ones aren't the Orc one is.
2: Oh, just the Orc one. Okay. Um, so the Twilight fleet, like. The scale of the sail just seems off
4: for the ship.
1: Yeah, that. Yeah, it.
4: actually, I could see that. Yeah, actually, yeah. Like it, like scale them
2: back a little bit and give them a little more space in between them. Hmm. I mean, look, yeah, I look at the that. look at the butcher and the Soulbane. The uh, the the sail in the front is being hit by the mid sail. Yeah, that is not efficient. That's a it's sure that looks kind of cool
4: but it like it just looks really odd. Yeah.
0: The, the ships themselves, like that the the evilness corrupting what was at one point a normal ship. I do kind of like that, but I just feel like it should have continued on more. Yeah. Uh the other thing that's coming is a new rulebook, Caesar Flame. This is introducing uh, flying vessels into the game. So it's starting to become a, a bit more of a more fleshed-out thing now. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the Orc Winget, uh but the Basilean Phoenix is gorgeous.
2: Uh, the um, Twilight
0: Kid and uh, Gordrake is
2: really freaky awesome looking.
3: Yeah.
0: And I think the Empire of Dust is still taking it for the awesome stuff. Because it's an undead dragon, there's nothing that anybody doesn't like about an undead dragon. But yeah, so that's it from Mantic for the moment. I am going to move back and move back into tempting George with some lovely... George is here now, you can tempt him. I can tempt him.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I've already looked at this briefly and thought, wow, the Black Eagle is an amazing looking mini. It's so... It's so stereotypical.
0: Yeah, but it's stereotypical in a good way.
2: Yeah, and it, and, it, and it's it's gorgeous the way it's been done.
0: Yeah. Absolutely stunning. Like he's he's ready to draw. Like he's just that sort of guy that's like if I hesitate for even a split second, I'm dead. In fact, I might already be dead, and I just don't know it yet.
2: Right. I mean, he, um, he totally has that pose of the of the guys that do the uh the quick draw, you know, slicing the 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 rice mat, you know, competition stuff. He totally has that pose of, you know,
1: out slicing back here, you in, me? you know, and it's yeah. like, you know, blinking. Here, are you gonna
4: miss it?
0: Um, we've also got this gorgeous looking shark dude who is just all kinds of gorgeous. Um, he might be my favorite of the bunch, honestly. Um, There's just something about shark men that I think everybody should like um, the next one is the one that I will be 100% buying because this is the crew that I own which is the half snake people um, they've got a few minis which is like your half snake half human type person this is just another one of them and it's just another one that looks gorgeous I need to get around to stripping my models so that I can repaint all of them
4: Uh, I, I like the name of Eldest Brother. He kind of has the hi. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I like that. That's a good point, actually. I, I got it a like
2: big that. club. You want to see it?
0: I can show it really close, donk. Yeah. Um, you- and last but not least is this Gremlin Goblin type dude for the last faction. Uh, again, I really like this. Th- there's. I'm yet to see something from these guys that doesn't scream, oh my god, that's gorgeous. Everything so they release seems to be hitting its stride.
2: So I, I do have a little bit of a tiny complaint about Ook,
0: or how yeah. you pronounce that.
2: So the, the, the shape of the, the face and the mask is more Chinese dragon than uh, a Japanese legend, in my opinion. Don't get me wrong, there there are the Japanese Oni and stuff like that and everything, but that face shape, it, it seems more Chinese dragon. Yeah,
0: Um, my understanding of the game is it does encapsulate a few of the Asian things in that way. Um, I don't know specifically. I mean, it it leans very heavily into the Japanese oni and stuff, but um, I think that may be deliberate. Yeah.
2: Like I said, a game called Bushido, I would want to see, you know, like 99% of the influence to be, you know... J- Japan feudal you know history yeah. influence
0: and stay away and from advances. the other countries yeah yeah I don't know like I said as I said I could be wrong on that uh, but I I think it's deliberate. The other thing I like about this particular thing that they've been doing is on certain models but they should have been showing off what inspired it. So in this case, the goblin me looking guy is actually got a wolf head. It's actually a wolf head on top of his. Face. Oh, it,
2: oh, that looks completely different than the sculpt.
0: Yeah, the sculpt does make it look more dragony, but I can see it. I think it's the horns. It's the horns that throws it off. I think.
2: Yeah. Okay, so maybe, maybe, maybe it's not so bad now that I look at that. Uh, the actual artist rendering.
0: Honestly, if I owned one of these, now that you've said that, part of me would like to paint it up and in like a goldy That's looking dragon. color to make it look like that um and last but not least there's a new there's a new themed warband coming out which has nice pretty artwork and this one's kind of got an undead vibe going for it because this one has japanese undead skeletons for some reason they're not hopping at people which is weird because Japanese zombies are the ones that do that. Um, but minis-wise, oh, this is gorgeous. I kind of like the fact that it's kind of showing the magic that's controlling the skeletons, and they're not just kind of walking around by themselves.
4: Yeah, that's I pretty kinda cool.
0: I that. I like that. I want to see, see somebody paint this up so I can see painted versions of those skeletons.
4: I suspect that this guy with his head back in the background might be one of the hopping zombies,
0: but I could be wrong. You're wrong. So Bashido continues. That
4: that was just a reflex. Sorry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Bashido continues to do really, really gorgeous stuff. Um...
2: The the other thing I like about them too is you know from what I've seen is you know they they have the game set so that's like you know.
0: You can have a small model count to do what you need to do. Yeah. It's very skirmish sized, which in today's market, I, I don't think anybody would argue that skirmish is where most of the money is right now. Um, and for good reason. It's just so much easier for people to get around.
1: Yeah. I think that's why Legion went into it if they created a skirmish size for Legion.
0: Yeah. It's just, it, it makes more sense. People are trying to. Be tight with their money because of current situations. And this is a trend that was already happening, quite frankly. Yeah. Um, the hell, that's why GW did Warcry and all of that sort of stuff as well. Um. Up next, we have some Steam Forge games. And they've actually been releasing these for a little while. I just haven't come across them before. So they have these epic encounter boxes that are essentially. It's a 5th ed campaign in a box. It comes with the rules. uh, It comes with your encounter information, the map tiles, and some really gorgeous minis. Uh, Because this is um, Steamforged, all of the sculpts are gorgeous. Um, It's all going to come already assembled for you. Like, this stuff is gorgeous. I'm looking at the serpent folk one at the moment because this is the one that has... I am having trouble pulling it up and stuff. looking at it. When you first open it, it opens two potential pages. you got to click on one of them. I'm currently looking at the bottom one.
1: Is there a little cookie bar too at the bottom of your screen?
0: you got to kind of hit the...
4: Oh, yeah. there it is. Was hiding. Oh, hey, yeah. Yeah.
0: In the other one, you've got your gigantic snake god, which is... What did you call it? You said it was kind of like a basilisk... Basilisk,
1: of kind of, yeah,
0: ish. It's just stunning. So I you kind got of t- like this.
4: I was going
2: to say, so you got two levels of it, one with just the, the big snake, and then one with, like, everything.
0: Pretty much, yeah. So one of them yeah. is your... Is your build up towards it, and the last one is the boss encounter. Oh, I see. Okay,
4: okay. So it is. Oh, so it does tie together.
2: Okay, I see. I see it now.
0: So yeah, these things are designed as. Okay, we're playing D and D this week. I don't. So I'm just going to grab this, and we're going to play this this week. And you just insert it into whatever the campaign is that you're running. That's yeah, pretty good yeah. cool idea. Yeah, I'm I'm a fan of what they've been doing here. Uh, moving on into some Kickstarter news. Now, this first one is totally not Eldar. It's definitely not Eldar. I know it looks like it's Eldar, um, but it, but it's definitely not Eldar. Uh, this is somebody that's releasing their first army. Um, it's an alternate sculpt. I mean, They're not saying this, but obviously... They're calling it the I Attorney. Love... It's the Attorney. They've created fo- figures for board games such as Marvel United, Game of Thrones, Zombicide. So this person used to work for... Um, cool, Mini or not, obviously. So these are all pre-supported STL files. You do get them pre-supported or unsupported, depending on what you prefer. And these are all alternate sculpts for Eldar. And by saying that they're alternate sculpts for Eldar, they're definitely not Eldar. The thing I said about this when we were trying to record yesterday, the thing that worries me about this is they look way too close to the actual Eldar, in my opinion. I really feel they need to change a couple of things. I was going to say...
2: I was going to say, I'm surprised this is actually still up. I'm surprised you know... Games Workshops attorneys haven't seen this yet and shut it down.
0: Yeah, I mean, doing alternate sculpts for 40k stuff is not new, but this is scarily close—like really, really close.
2: Like the snipers, the snipers—I'll call like that's alternative sculpt. Uh, but the the bikes, um, that's way too close. That, that is straight up to, there is no, you know, this is an alternate sculpt. This looks like a different, just a different uh, kit you
0: get from Games Workshop. It's so close. No, yeah, and it's not like a conversion kit like we've seen before. Uh, I, and the- and don't get me wrong. This stuff is gorgeous, and I would argue that some of this looks a lot better than some of the Games Workshop stuff. Because it's doing kits that are fifteen years old. Yeah, but I would hate to see G-P somebody if G- the other if the G-P other,
4: other, other exist anymore. More. Yeah, they still exist. Yeah,
0: they just go craft world now. Um, the thing I don't the, the thing I'm concerned about this is somebody has very much put a lot of time into this and a lot of love into this. This is clearly a project that this guy. Has a lot of passion for you can see it in the work, and I would hate for somebody to go through all of that work only to have somebody turn around and go, Hey, that's ours, you can't have it. Which I don't think he'd survive in a court of law with this. I think they would just look, I think they would just take it, and that would suck.
2: Yeah, so Um, uh, how much time does he have left?
0: Do the campaign days.
2: ends?
0: Yeah, 18 days. There is a tank a little bit further down as well. Yeah.
2: Um, well, I'm, ju- I'm just wondering if there's the going to be... The tank
0: looks different.
2: The, uh, the, 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 the alternative for a, the
0: Wave Serpent is already different. So he's done a, a lot better there with trying to separate it.
2: Yeah. The, the The problem I have is, like, you know, iron lances for the vehicle and turret, those look like the ones out of the GW box. Quite literally, yeah. Um. So with this not being Eldar and its alternate skulls, I'm I'm really curious as is there going to be an avatar? Uh well they haven't got there or a, yet. An avatar. You know, because it's it's not Eldar, so it's not an Avatar, it'll be like a uh a, a, a
0: They've got Mimetic Eviscerators coming, which is I suspect, going to be Harlequins. Yeah. Graviton tank, effect is going to be that crystal warp core cannon tanky thing that they have. Yep. I can't remember what it's called. Um, it's going to be... I, I'm following this. I may end up backing this. Um, I haven't decided yet. Because you can just print an army then? <laughs> pretty much. Um, and t- to be frank, I mean, some of the g dunk kits are good. The Guardian's kit that this Assault troop is trying to replicate is not a bad kit. It's an old kit, but it's one of the ones that holds up. Um, the Soul Eaters, which is the Dark Reapers. Um, actually, I actually do think the Soul Eaters look different enough that you'd get away with that. I don't think that they're close enough that you'd have a problem. The weapon's very close, but they do feel very different.
2: To to answer JP's question real quick because it is a good question, uh, the all in on this to get all the uh, files is 150 euros, so 180 bucks.
0: Uh, hang on, no, that's the commercial license. If you want to sell them for money,
2: oh, oh, yeah, it's 40 read. euro, so 50 bucks.
0: So yeah, it's it's 40 euro that gives you all of the STL files. Um, or one hundred and fifty euro if you want to have a license to print and sell these for money. Eighteen more days, JP.
2: Yeah, so g- even if it was one hundred and fifteen or 150, 180 whatever it works out to, just just for all the files, that's still
0: you know not a bad deal. No, yeah, it's definitely a good deal. Um, like I said, I'm very tempted by this. Um, So the criticisms I have is not coming from my how dare you try to replicate... I don't... That's fine. Look, people do alternate stuff all the time. I highly praise... (gasps) Excuse me. I only praise the Skaven one a few months ago. Why would I have a go at this? The criticism I have is that I'm seriously worried that this guy's going to have done all of that work and then loses the work because he loses the cease and desist. Because this is not just a matter of... Well, you need to stop selling this. This is also a potential thing of uh, they are so close to ours that we're going to take them. Yeah, um, but that's that's what I'm concerned about because he's clearly put a lot of time and a lot of love into this.
2: Yeah. So, and 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 so if we look here at the void climbers, obviously warp spiders, they yes. look nothing like the warp spiders.
0: Yeah. So there are some that do look individual enough,
2: and and and. Like I and said with I, the
0: wave slurping. it's completely yeah. different.
2: And, and what I know do know about copyright stuff is it just has to be like it's 10% difference or 50% difference or something like that.
3: Yeah.
0: So change the helmet on those guardians a little. Um, change the layout of the weapons a little bit on the guardians and the tanks.
2: Just
4: yeah.
0: add some lines or something.
2: Or instead of making them round, make them diamonds. Yeah, <laughs> that works. <laughs>
0: Uh, this is really good-looking stuff. Yeah, uh, it's gorgeous. Like I said, I have I probably will end up backing that. I'm very, very tempted to. Um, moving on, we've got another 3D printing Kickstarter here. This is for files in either 32 or 75 mil scale. And these are all gods of Norse origin. Um, definitely feels like they're leaning into original mythology here as opposed to most people when they think of the north gods they're thinking of the marvel stuff uh because that's just what's on people's minds these days it's,
2: it, it's what's mainstream right
0: now yep but um but they're, they're gorgeous models like we talked about last night yeah the, these are absolutely stunning Loki you mean like you like like favorite.
2: like bruce talked about last night yeah
0: we have, we yeah, have I'm, no evidence I'm very upset that you wouldn't talk to me all night, Sox. For those that are wondering what we keep on referring to, this is the second time that we're recording this. Later, in the, know, week, recording. Later in the week, there's going to be a Patreon-exclusive video where you can hear me rambling to myself and sounding like a moron. And
1: because
3: I never get responses
0: from Captain Sox.
1: Not just that, but me showing off a whole bunch of stuff that I'll show on later on, but there's no audio behind it, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think we're going to cut all of that stuff and just make it look like I'm having a conversation with myself, though. <laughs> that's what George's idea was. That's anyway, a- getting back on topic. Um, This stuff is just absolutely stunning. Um, this is not something that's up my alley. is gorgeous, too. Um, but i can see this being very very popular i can see people wanting to paint this and have these as centerpiece models i I can see this appearing in painting competitions under the right hands
2: so i have one one little complaint yeah thor's hammer if we're going for more of the actual like god looking
4: appearance the, the the hammer still isn't right Because it's too big? Because it's too square.
0: So in the artwork, it looks like a stone, but then the, in the model, it's very much... Yeah. Forged. It's m- non uh, Yeah,
4: I, I hadn't actually noticed that until you pointed it out, but now I can't unsee that. You are right. No, that I think that's a fair criticism. I think that's fair. Like, oh god, there's so many things. It's just. Well, they are very much made it their own thing. Well, no, I, I was, I was looking for. There's just too many uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe imageries. For that you got
2: to get out of your head, or to, to go through before you find like you know the. How it's actually depicted. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. These are, okay, I'm going to send this in, um, uh, what's that called? In the chat.
3: Uh, Facebook chat.
2: In Facebook oh, yeah, chat. That, works too. that way it doesn't screw up your thing. But th- this is the actual, like, you know, what it should be look like. Um...
0: Oh, heck. I have to open up my messenger. Well, Freya. I quite like in the artwork, Freya has a cat, but she doesn't have a cat in the model, which I find odd. Also, her leg seems to be going through her cape.
4: I think. You know, yeah, it
1: almost looks like that. You're talking about on the back on the side?
0: Yeah. Her
4: back leg.
1: Yeah.
0: Like... I don't know, unless that's something that's on the back of her leg, maybe. Maybe that's the continuation of the clothing that looks like it's pushing back too far.
2: So, uh, I will have to say, I think Sif is the best looking of the goddesses.
0: Um, do you remember what I said yesterday, Captain Socks? Partially, yes. It's the best side character in the Thor franchise. Don't at me. You know it's true. Um, yes, I do like Sif. Sif is uh- kind of unassuming and kind of just standing there being a badass.
2: So, fun fact, the Sif the, the character from the, the Marvel Universe uh, is the first one to transcend from uh, the big
4: screen to the small screen as well. So, yeah. What's Sif uh, appearing in? She was in the
0: uh, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show for an episode. Huh. I need to watch that then. I'm a big fan of Jamie Alexander. She's a really good actor. I don't have this. Oh, never mind.
2: So I just sent that image of you know like what a Thor- the Thor's hammer actually it's close to what is portrayed in Marvel, but it's more.
4: Yeah, yeah. I, I was I, I almost going to buy one of these at one point.
0: So yeah, look, I like this. Um, there's, they definitely feels like their own thing. They're not trying to rip off Marvel. They're trying to stick with the source material a little bit. Um, I like the fact that they've shown off some actual sculpts that's been printed, which a lot of 3D printing companies don't do on Kickstarter. I really feel that if you're trying to sell something, you should be printing to show that it's possible to print these things. Um, Yeah, it's, it's just nice to see someone that's doing something that's not just creatively taking other people's property
2: and and then he puts in a little message at the end saying i haven't forgotten about odin
1: <laughs> yeah. i didn't even see that down at the very very bottom
2: oh yeah and It says, i have forgotten about odin he's going to do another kickstarter with uh have more gods creatures and obviously odin so
4: interesting so that'll be where you get your um your giants and
0: stuff then i suppose
4: I mean, you've got all the Norse
2: gods. you got to have some of the stuff that, you know, the gods fought.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. This guy clearly has a love for the uh, the Norse mythology, which is not unusual. Um, I think there's a lot of people that, that have an affinity for the Norse mythology now. Which, um, I'm,
2: I'm going to promote this because I've been slowly consuming it because it is very enjoyable. Um, I'm sure you all are fam- familiar with uh, Neil Gaiman.
0: Yes.
2: Uh, he has a book called North, Norse Mythology. I've been listening to it on Audible where he narrates it and it's just it is an amazing listen. Okay. So listeners, go to Audible, get Norse Mythology by Neil Gaiman and listen to it. You'll enjoy it. Since we're talking about Norse stuff.
0: We haven't been sponsored by the way. No, no we haven't. Been I'm sponsored. pointing that out because they sponsor people frequently.
2: Um, Maybe we send him a link to this and be like, hey, look, we already gave you a (laughs) (laughs) shout-out.
0: So long as we don't have an experience kind of like what the fact they did. Um, Okay. Shall we do some aiming for the indie?
4: Indie. Definition. Independent. Type. Slang word. Jargon. You've updated that. No, it's the same one from last time. <laughs> oh, okay. It just sounds. All oh, right,
3: is.
2: this is the second time you've heard it. Uh, before you start, Bruce, his logo is
4: just kick ass.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I Bear. agree.
0: So okay, bears head his miniatures
4: logo is Yeah, let's
2: let's jump into the actual miniatures now.
0: Yeah. Okay. So bears head miniatures is an independent sculptor. Everything that you're about to look at is sculpted by hand. He has a lot of different categories. Yesterday when we were looking, me and Captain Socks fell in love with the Undead stuff, or I fell in love with it, and he just kind of nodded with approval. No, it was good. I liked some of the stuff.
4: We, you yeah. can't prove it because we can't hear you talking.
0: That is true. Um, so in our Undead stuff, we've got a really cool-looking Undead Knight. You'll start noticing that there's things that have numbers. They don't sort them for whatever reason. I think this is in order of release or something. So Just random skulls, the undead unicorn is awesome. The thing well, I like about this is there's a lot of stuff on here that's undead that you don't normally get undead models for. The rhino was a very good example of that.
1: I should... later on pigs.
0: Yeah. What were you about to say George?
1: So
2: am I correct in understanding this like if you go and buy this Oh, wait, okay, I see what's going on. So he he sculpts it, and then he does the casting? Yes. Okay, I was just like, how is he making money if he's, like, doing, like, individual sculpts and then mailing them
0: to people? No, that's not how it works. <laughs>
2: I was about to, like, holy cow, dude. <laughs> hey, look, Dr. Frankenstein, and then the monster. Yep.
1: Doing the sci-fi side?
0: I'm in the no, undead. no, no. They appear in Undead as well. Yeah, because that's right. The monster is an undead monster. Um, and I'm just going to repeat what I said yesterday. If you're a fan of the horror movie Black Sheep, then here is your Black Sheep. You've got an undead sheep, and you can just recreate the movie of the undead sheep just destroying everybody.
2: There's an undead cow.
0: Yes. There's undead Holy- pigs too.
4: Unholy cow.
0: But like this guy has some really nice... Like I said, like, I love the fact that there's a lot of undead stuff here that you just don't normally see. Undead George, horses aren't necessarily unusual. I haven't quite seen them done this way. Go to the sci-fi page, George.
4: Fine. Just real quick. Let's go to sci-fi. Ooh, there's
2: H.P. Lovecraft, Frankenstein, the monster. Yeah,
1: so scroll yeah. down all the way down to the bottom, the middle, middle picture on the last row. See if we can figure out who that is.
2: Gary Gygax? There
1: you go. Bruce, he got it!
2: <laughs>
0: I couldn't remember what his name was.
2: That's Dude, true. I I will have you know, and I am not ashamed to admit this, the day he he passed, and
4: as soon as I found out about it, I openly cried. And whenever I see it pop up in my memories of
2: you know his little... Uh, I always share it. Because... Mm. To, to yeah. me, he is, he is one of the most important people in 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 this yeah. genre of, of gaming
4: we do.
1: I agree.
0: Yeah, he's the first person to put intelligence
1: into it.
4: Yep. Um, I just saw Nar- Narthox the
0: Excellent, which yeah, is and just... And he's just like version. rubbing his tentacles in the most evil way. I love this.
1: Yeah, so, then we have the, the, the Sci-Fi version with him holding the pistol, the... Bat, yes, grenade. Lock, the grenade. Sorry. That is
4: seriously one of the best owl bears I have seen.
0: So I need to look for an owl bear. I'm guessing this is in animals and mythical creatures.
2: Yes, sir. It is like uh, fourth row down, right hand side.
3: Oh yeah. Oh, that's
2: so- gorgeous. That's that
1: is.
2: That is seriously one of the best owlbears I've ever seen. Yeah, I agree. So my next question is, ooh, Fairy Calvary. I'm I'm wondering since he, he does all of this, like he does all the hand sculpting. I, I understand it would cost you many, many dollars. Um
4: but to commission, like like I need a greater Swiss mountain dog mini. A greater what? Casey's Dogs. Greater Swiss Mountain Dogs. Oh, right. Okay.
2: It, it, it's an obscure, you know, like, not very common breed, and so there's hardly any, like... And, like, she was like... She she wants some of my space wolves, like, the, just the Forensian wolves, pant up like, you know, a Swissie, but it, it's a totally wrong look, because Swissies don't look like wolves, so...
3: Hmm.
2: commission him to do, on that scale, like, you know... It looks, you know, it looks like a Swissy, but at that scale and everything, and then...
0: I don't imagine that something like that would be cheap, but there's no
1: way i asking.
2: Absolutely not. That would not be cheap because, you know...
1: The time just to sculpt
2: that out.
0: Yeah. There's a couple of groups on social media of um, 3D sculptors. Um, and yes, I realize you don't have a 3D printer, but you know people that own one. Um, you might be able to get a better price of somebody doing it 3D.
2: Well, so so th- that being said, though, too, you know, it's just like, I understand you can do a lot with, you know, uh, uh, a 3D print, you know, like a 3D print sculptor can do a lot. But th- this I- I'll bring, go back to uh, that uh, Kickstarter update for Ankh that I shared, where they mm-hmm. actually hand-sculpted the sat. Uh, you know, like the the amount of detail that went into that that you just don't see in three D print sculpting because they're not actually work physically working with something.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
4: It was just a suggestion. Yeah. No, I, I, I was like,
2: I, I was just talking more out loud of you know he's obviously doing all the sculpting by hand. You know, like I wonder if you could approach him and be like charge me what you need to but you know I want a custom you know sculpt. Well you've got the you've got the thing there because I have no artistic talent and can't do stuff like that.
0: <laughs> On the bottom of the page there is a button with a little envelope that is opens an email address. So when we're finished you can email it and ask I just just be be aware that I suspect that if you do get a price back, it's not going to be a small one. No,
4: I, I expect it's going to be like the prices for as many, but the decimal point has been moved over. Probably. Um. Really fantastic stuff. I, I oh, I was wanting to yes, tavern folk. I was wanting to go to that
0: real quick. Yeah. So bear's head, bear's bears head minis.com um oh yes just very quickly i love the fact that he has just random creatures
4: yeah in the tavern um yeah i don't know why
0: they're in the tavern but i do like the fact that they're there i think i might have said that last time too you did uh, but yeah just absolutely gorgeous stuff
4: oh hey look okay so there's the custom sculpted miniatures uh,
2: two hundred twenty dollars.
4: So
2: oh, there you go. You know, in the grand scheme of things, for as customs, that's
0: not a terrible price. No, I, I think that's very fair, especially with the you amount know. of hours that you're going to be looking at. Well, you'd have to provide some pictures of what they look like. Yeah. yeah well, g-
2: given as much as he does, it may not take him as long as we think it does because he he might just be that good.
0: Hmm, possibly you know those people like, "Hey, check out my 15 minute speed paint." And what a golden demon! Yes, but those sort of people are never being honest about the time.
4: <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, did you guys? Did you guys? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Shall we discuss
2: some hobby? Yeah, I was about to ask that.
3: Dream, balloon, prime paint.
0: Captain Sox, I can see stuff on your bed that you're just dying to talk about, and you've never spoken about this before. Please, tell us what this game is.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, uh... (laughs) Wait, can you see Captain Sox's video feed? Yeah, he can. Can Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? I can't can't see your video feed. Are you being serious, or are you being a smartass? No, I'm being serious.
0: Oh. No, it's definitely there. All I see is is
2: two two, uh, blue squares going back and forth.
1: If he says he can see me. It must be. That means hate me so internet. much. It's George, it's you.
0: It's your what fault you... for living in a state that doesn't exist. In the middle of a snowstorm. Why do you hate me so much? We just do. How about is
2: it gonna screw things up if I disconnect or reconnect real quick, Bruce? It's fine. We will just okay. pause.
4: Alright, let me reconnect. Now that he's gone, we can talk about it. Yeah, again.
0: I believe yesterday the comment was something along the lines of it's just so easy to make jokes about him because he just creates the jokes without even trying. Yes. I have my half of that conversation
4: somewhere. (laughs) I don't have your responses. No, I don't see George.
2: (laughs) It's because I haven't turned my camera back on yet. Oh,
4: gotcha. Can you you see
2: me now?
3: Yes.
1: (laughs) So, if, if you've been listening to the last couple episodes, you've been hearing that I've been waiting for my Company Heroes uh, Kickstarter that I backed last year, early, mid-year sometime. Uh, it finally showed up the day after we recorded our, our episode 50, so very happy about that. Uh, as you can see, it's spread out uh, all over. It was, uh, it's, the game is by Bad Company, or Bad Crow Games, and they, if you've, Played the video game, Company Heroes. They did a very good job at adapting it to the board game, tabletop scenario. And I just want to show off some of the pieces that I got. So this is the cathedral that I got.
4: Comes I love the him. fact that it's modular. Yeah.
1: It is modular, yep. Even so, to the fact that the tower becomes ruined if you destroy it or whatnot. That up yeah. to the side. Uh... So they had buildings to begin with. Uh, this is one of the buildings that they had. To the point where they have little infantry trays that you can stack on the rooftops. But then, in the feedback that they got from some of the the backers, they hit they the back of it slides out, so you can do kind of a fog of war setup and infantry Ooh. inside the building. So that if yeah. you're it doesn't know he's there. He's gone. They even have these little bunkers that have you can have different uh, artillery pieces or motors or whatnot. Um, I like that. And then on the board themselves, they have these little flag posts for all your capture points, and they trade off the different colors. I got blue flags or red flags, whatnot. So the to say that's red, not blue. <laughs> well, this is red. <laughs> I have blue ones coming. Uh, they didn't. I got two bags of the red flags, so they're gonna be sending me a bag of the, red, of the blue ones. But
2: uh, so, so, so technically, technically, you could have a game of Company, Company of Heroes, Red versus Blue edition.
1: Yes, yes, you could. Yes, you could. <laughs> exactly. And, Even
0: more so if you played the minis.
1: Yeah. Sheila! Yeah. So all the, I got the four-player pack. And that's what the, the pieces came in. They gave them a tray like that, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Um, straight out of the box, they had that in their, their little own plastic unit trays. So,
2: so, so Quick question there, Sox. Is, is are these models you have to assemble and paint, or just malls you have to paint?
1: So they are primed straight out of the box. Well, they're primed? For, they're ready for primer. So oh, plastic, okay, okay. Straight ready for primer, but you could, if you didn't want to, uh, they say uh, pre-treated per- for paint and really accept anything from hardware store, spray paint, to professional airbrushing. So straight out of the box. So, so it, uh, it, it,
2: it's along the lines of your Super Fantasy Brawls, your uh, uh, God Terror, your your cool mini or not games where you, you know, play you as is. Or,
1: or you can take the time and paint them and make them look cool. Yeah. And they even came with two decal sheets. For like the iron crosses or the, the German numbering of the US numbering systems and the naming conventions that the US and the British and the Russians even did. So, because it comes with four factions US, UK, Russia, and Germany. So, there is going to be another Kickstarter in the future where all of this stuff that I have is going to be available again, as well as new uh, product, as well as other scenarios that us as the backers and the community has put together and shared with the company. So, uh, I got that on uh, email. Uh, so when we come out, we'll uh, put that up here on the and we'll talk about it. If you want to back it later on, for anybody that listens.
2: And, and, and is there any talk about adding factions like the Japanese?
1: Uh, I'm not sure yet because, like I said, this game is based on the computer game, and in the computer game, okay. it was primarily focused in Europe. Okay, so. that's that's fair. Yeah, I
2: I've never heard of the computer game either, so I'm. It's because George doesn't have a life. That's true. It that is so true. Like this is the most life I have right now is talking with like you three watch. nerds. Yeah. Hey, hey Bruce, I got a quick question here. Which yeah. side is Captain Sox on me? Is he on? Is he on my nose side or is he on the back
0: of my head <laughs> side? Uh, are we talking about in the video feed? Yes, yes, in the video feed. He's in the back of your head side, same as the other. Th-
2: that's really crazy because right now he's he's facing this way. That's why I'm looking this way to talk to him. So. And then I look this way to talk to you. It's so, gotta fix that, Bruce.
1: Well, you're all below you me, can. so it doesn't matter.
2: No, we're across the top now. I thought.
4: Well, in my feed, you're all below. me. Oh. Well, fix that, Sox. No.
3: <laughs> uh,
2: so the 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 coolest thing, and, and you and when you showed this on a uh, uh, the the Facebook chat, I think is the terrain where you know it's modular. You have the little. Yeah. Where I can slide in, so it's just like I have a unit in here.
1: Yeah, and you don't know about it until you get within range two, or I pop it up on the rooftop or whatnot. So, the very, other
0: very thing fun. I like, the other thing I like, which is something you pointed out the first time um, that you didn't point out this time, is on the bottom of the tanks. For those that don't oh, know yes. what they're looking at, it actually tells you what the unit is. So, if yeah. you don't know what a Sherman tank is, you can just pick it up, and it says oh. that it's a Sherman tank. I can't.
1: It's it's got all pixely. It's all eight bit. So yeah, there's your Panzer Four, there's your Tiger, but yeah, if you didn't know your your World War Two uh, tanks and stuff like that, or even your smaller vehicles, it's Which, all Which, to be fair, under. most people don't.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, so, so when it comes to some of the German stuff, yeah, I'm a little. I do know what a Sherman is. Thank you very much.
0: I wasn't actually having a go at you. A tank <laughs> is a tank to a lot of people. Is all I'm saying.
1: What's that one? It's a tanky um, tank. It's a tank.
2: It's it's a convertible tank. It's 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 one uh, JF Kennedy would have rode in. It's a flat which oh.
4: It's a flat panther with an air tank. But, yeah. Here, let's let's see if I can angle the camera. Socks. Yep. You see it
1: up there? Yeah, I
4: do. You see what oh, that yeah. is? It's a Sherman.
1: Is an M4, uh, or is it an EZ8? It is. Or,
2: it is a uh, Franklin Mint replica of Patton's Sherman.
1: Okay. So another thing is, I I, didn't have it, I don't have it out, but I got a solo co-op expansion pack as well. So it has five AI style of uh, commanders in different difficulty settings. They sucks. Yes.
2: Do you know what we expect from you now that you have? It has a solo mode with AI uh,
1: videos. There you go. Yep. So. When I get to my next house, I will be showing some awesome videos. So, because my setup here is not the most conducive. But, <laughs> <laughs> but my my boys and I have been playing this for the last couple of weeks. We've been enjoying it uh, very much so. So, that's been my hobby time the last couple of weeks. Given that George and I have been
0: talking about doing a playthrough of Super Fantasy Brawl from the moment that we both got our games and still haven't done that, that we are in the perfect position to demand that you do this now without exception. <laughs> yep. <laughs> sa- sa- Saturday. Saturday. We want to see the rough cut. <laughs> uh, okay. George, what have you been up to? Uh, when you're traveling into state randomly at the last minute.
4: Uh, turn around.
2: I've cluttered my de- bench up so I can't work on it. That's what I've been up to.
0: What are you cluttering it with? Anything you've Uh,
2: got? Mail. So, (laughs) (laughs) my life has sucked the last couple weeks. Don't judge me.
0: Um, Let's see. We were judging you years ago.
2: So, um, there's a super fantasy fantasy brawl round two. Uh, yes, which I now have backed. You you have backed it, you were able to get it on uh, the pledge manager? Okay, good. Yep. Because I, I was gonna offer to like, you know, just double up my pledge manager and get it mailed to you at some point.
0: Postage <laughs> so from fun. them was only eighteen dollars. It was so much wow. cheaper than doing it via you. Yeah.
2: Wow. I'm gonna send them the the, the uh kernel I've got for you then and have them uh, mail it along with you then. <laughs> That's that is super cheap. Um, yeah,
0: that's inside
2: the shape. No, I, we did talk about that. It's a, it's a Kickstarter still running, and it, it's not really much of a hobby time kind of thing yet. It is. It's the uh, deluxe board game train set.
3: I was just the that's one really that's sweet. doing
0: uh, the train sets for um. um uh, Ticket to
1: Ride, that kind of those kind of games. Yeah,
0: Ticket to Ride is the big one. the
2: the 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 the, the creator specifically says. All these other games have these, you know, nice plastic things you can get for the game, like all of your zombies and stuff. There's nothing for the trains. And so, um, I, I, I'm doing this one just because it, it is a nice little set. So, there, there is a collector's edition ticket to ride where you get trains like this. And that is. Guess who owns that? Guess who like, owns what? that? That's 150 bucks, right?
0: Uh, it's a lot more than that now. It was that when they released it.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so um, th- this is a nice little. Uh, you can order one tin, which is twenty bucks, or the entire set for seventy. And there's five sets. Um, and they come in metal tins. All the little trains that come in metal tins, so you can you know they fit in the ticket to ride uh, plastic tray. According to the the yes. the creator. But yeah, it's just a really neat, nice little thing that was just like, it's just a nice little thing to pull out, you know, for a game of Ticket to Ride or the other train games. I'm saying Ticket to Ride because that's what I have. Yeah, Um, and and I'm looking at Ticket to Ride Europe and a couple other things because Ticket to Ride is a fun game. It's a simple game.
1: It's a great game.
2: My mom can play it, so it's a great game. Uh,
0: For those that are looking at the video feed, I am looking at an image of the collector's edition no don't change go away and the image that i was going to show has disappeared anyway there's the image so what in the collector's edition you get five different sets you've got a coal um track um uh, i'm going to say it's a beer track there's a circus track. uh like all different things that go with that Um, while you're talking, unless you're at the end of yours, in which case I can talk, I guess.
4: I'm trying to
0: find the Kickstarter. There it is. Did you find it? Yep. So, deluxe board game train sets. This is what George is referring to. So, if you own Ticket to Ride, and I would argue that most people do, and you've only got the version that come with the little wooden...
2: They're not wooden, they're plastic. The trucks
0: plastic. Are they? Oh, the little plastic squares? Yeah. This is genuinely a really good idea. I, I would argue that these look better than the set that I have. Uh, because they're actually trains, not just... Cars of some sort. Cars yeah. of the train, yeah. Yeah
2: and like i said so if you go through and look at these images you got the sunset the hornet the general the the kickstar says those are the metal tins that the trains will come in for storage yeah so and then of course you get your little um your little disks for the uh points the board points. too
3: yeah.
2: yeah so all in all i mean as far as a you know if you look at like the mdf inserts you can get for some games and stuff like that this is by far probably one of the best, you know, add-ons for a game I've seen. And per the guy, he says, you know, my intent was to make this for all, you know, train games. And he's actually, uh, they've gone through and they've expanded, uh, they've put an uh, add-on to the pledge manager to order additional trains for the Ticket to Ride Asia edition, which takes more trains. Yep, that's a smart idea. So um it's not really much of a hobby time thing except for the fact that you know it's it's just just you pull it out of the box you sit down and you play a game so to me it's a little bit of a hobby time thing and i, I think it's a neat little kickstarter um especially for the price and it, it's one of those kickstarters where it's like you know it's probably going to get delivered because all uh, it's just injection molded you know trains
4: that you know get some paint
0: <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it's something that's a very simple idea that could definitely work. Um, in regards to your comments, this is the first thing that they've ever created, so there is a little bit of risk involved there, but they are showing off the work that's already been done, which is a good thing. It looks like most of the work's already done.
2: Yeah, well, if you look, if you scroll down, they actually have the uh, the, the stainless steel moulds. Yeah, like pictures of that. So they've got molds made. So they need money to make
0: more molds, probably. <laughs> they've done pretty much all of the stuff that you would consider to be the risk already. So, yeah, definitely worth. Probably should have been in the news. Sorry that we didn't cover that.
1: Well, like, I
2: don't I, I, I think it's a huge news-wise thing, but I thought it was a good, good little thing for hobby for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, hobby-wise. Hang on, let's bring the showcase back up. All right, so. <coughs> All right, so what have I been up to? Captain Sox is going to have seen some of this already. Printing mechs. I have been printing a lot of mechs because I am trying to print stuff for Gamma Wolves, which is a miniature agnostic... Game. Hey, look! I fixed the one that was broken. Oh, nice. Good job. I'm going to turn off my blurry camera because it's still doing that weird blurry
4: thing. All right.
0: So this one's called the Raptor. All of the ones that I've been printing are robots. I'm just going to show off this original one again, which is the Rhino. This is all done by a Patreon by the name of Extra
4: Guy They're
0: just absolutely gorgeous. the The faction that I want to play in Gamma Wolves is like an AI created faction that are just essentially robots that have gone out of control. Um, the ones that Captain Sox have not seen yet, though, oh, looks nice. He calls these the police drones.
1: He's going to say it looks like he's in right gear.
0: Yeah, pretty much. So these are my light frames, medium frames, and heavy frames. At least that's how I'm structuring at the moment, unless I can get something that's bigger again. I'm really, really enjoying going through those. Um, Gamma Wolves is one of those games, kind of like Gaslands, where you can just do whatever you want and it just works because it doesn't matter. It doesn't have its own line. Kind of Frostgrave in the same way. Um, It's pretty pretty much Osprey's speciality. Um, It's kind of fun just being able to create your own thing within the game universe. I kind of like that. Um, I had unboxed and built all of Chronicle X. This is just an example of one of the minis that I thought I'd grab out just really, really gorgeous stuff. And I mentioned this one recording yesterday, but I have started a video that will hopefully be out by the end of the week, which is me taking what was one of the Hot Wheels blind bags, and I'm going to be converting it into a gas lens car. But the big thing that I've been doing, and there is a video of a review that I have now done of Curse City. Um, I haven't built anything in the box yet. I went through the contents and had a look at the rule book and so forth and gave a review of what comes with it. Um, definitely looking forward to getting some games in. It definitely feels like a Warhammer quest, so as opposed to just being you know, a few models thrown in a box and then pretending to be a game to sell them. Um, it does actually feel like an actual game, so that's good. But yeah, that's that's me, largely. Um, I've actually probably had one of the better hobby fortnights in a while. Uh, the fact that I've been sick over the last couple of days has probably helped that.
2: I mean, you, you, so, uh, I was going to say, you sound really healthy right now.
0: Oh, I've been fighting the flu. And for those who know, it is just the flu. It's. I know where I got it from, and it was a flu. They were tested. I'm fine. Um, I'm supposed to be going back to work tomorrow, in theory. I have a feeling I might have to call in, but we'll see. Um, because I'm still struggling.
4: It's awesome. I'm a big fan.
0: Yeah. So, I think that's it for the hobby. Shall we get into this in-game talk?
1: Talk nerdy to me.
0: So, George, we're covering Drop Zone Commander again this week. Okay. I don't know. And we're talking about your favorite faction. It's not, I think, because it's Drop Zone. (laughs) Shaltari is the faction. We're talking about the troops.
4: All right. So, I need to get rid of that. All right. It's gone weird on me. All right, there we go. All right. So. First things first, before
0: we get into it. Lewis, if you happen to be listening, the Shaltari units don't appear on the Builder, like the actual pictures of them. I don't know why, but it's only the Shaltari. They appear on everything else. So that's something you need to get the the new person (laughs) on. Which I know that she's working on already. But yeah, anyway. All right. The Brave Warsuits is your base troop for the Shaltari. You're looking at 35 points. They're a squad size of 2. They have a move of 3 inches. They have active countermeasures. They've got an armor of 9. Damage of 3. Infantry type. They're... Their infantry of three plus.
1: What's that represent again, Mister Sucks? That's their fortitude. So if they lose half their unit in close after a round of close quarters combat, uh, they roll. Yeah. If they roll a two or below, they have to exit the building. If they roll three plus, they can stay.
0: Yeah. So it's like their morale. Um, yeah, these guys are resilient. So given that they're in war suits, that kind of makes sense law wise. Uh, they have discus launchers. So I guess they spin in a little circle and then let go of their weapon and th- no um the arc is front side and rear the full range is 18 the range counted uh, right? counted sorry yeah is six eight shots uh three accuracy three energy and it's a reduced minus four. So uh, my- the gap Sorry? Uh,
1: I'm pretty sure that's minus four shots per well, uh, wound, if I remember correctly.
0: Uh, Gauss rifle is none in the M&F. It's still front, side, and rear. Infinite range at full, 18 range at, um, yep, one shot, three accuracy, 10 energy. So that's your taking out your tank type yeah. thing you got a bit of flexibility in this one the war suit itself has some countermeasures so this is all close combat or close quarters i think is the technical term three shots um, no accuracy because it's close combat and for energy reduce minus 1 this war suit has active countermeasures only Sorry, sorry. The active countermeasures only take effect against weapons of energy 6 or less. In addition, re-roll successful collateral damage hits against this unit. So you got some built-in resistance there to buildings falling down on top of you and stuff. Yep. You want
1: to go on to the firstborn? Yep. So the firstborns are now troops, according to the new edition of the game, when version 1 came out, 1.1. They are considered exotic, uh, but they are now in their standard troop build list. They are 50 points apiece, uh, squad size of 2, move 3, active countermeasures, 9 armor, 3 damage, 3 plus. They also have dodge of 4 plus, which is good during close combat, uh, and then they're also resilient as well. Uh, They have energy swords, so think of the halo swords uh, from the video game. Uh, it's kind of what they have. Uh, they they are primarily close quarters only. Uh, the, the swords have three shots, energy eight. It's an alt one and reduced one, and then the, their other close quarters open is the wave pistols, so they can use either or uh, during close quarters. And this the wave pistols have twelve shots, but a reduced energy of three, and also have a reduced four in their special rules. And then they also have the war suit, just like the Braves for uh, active countermeasures for energy weapons, E6 for less, and then the successful collateral damage re-rolls as well. Yeah. So these are pretty much the guys that go in, take out the infantry, and then your Braves go in and find the objectives. Or you send in your Pungari, which Bruce is going to talk about.
0: Yep. It's literally what I just typed. So the Pungari have a two-inch move. They have no countermeasures. Armor of six, damage of five, infantry of five-plus they have a weaker discus launcher still front side and rear still 18 and 6 for the range 10 shots five accuracy and three energy but this one's only reduced minus two uh their heads is a close quarters weapon which just i, I guess if you're a wrestling fan i guess these are the samoans uh because in wrestling apparently samoans have these really hard heads that they headbutt people with yeah, I think it's a weird wrestling thing Um, anyway, they've got 5 shots with their heads this is not sounding any less confusing Uh, 2 energy reduced minus 2 now, interesting thing on this if this squad has at least 2 units remaining it may re-roll the dice when making a search action Um, so these things work in a horde basically, Uh, they're only 20 points each you get a squad size of 4 so it kind of Works in that regards, law-wise. Subservient. If the squad is in the same garrison as another friendly infantry unit, without this special rule, it increases its fortitude to three. So in the type here, that five would go up to a three-plus if it had other things in the garrison with it. So you definitely want to be doing that.
4: Yes. Um, I would argue
0: that they are must-take. Although I don't think there's anything in this that isn't must-take, really. But above all, like you definitely want some of these when it comes to searching for things.
1: Primarily just go search and then just to soak up some wounds during the maybe the initial close-quarters combat yeah. before your Braves or your Firstborns go in. And last but not least, we have the Ronin Battlesuit. So yes, this is the new exotic type. Like I said before, Firstborns were considered exotic. So, exotic means they're rare in a sense. Um, only certain battle groups can take exotic units. Um, so, they are 15 points apiece and have a squad size between three to six. So, they're pretty much a souped up warsuit walking around. They're inf- they're still considered infantry, but it's a little bit bigger battle suit. They call it a battle suit instead of a warsuit because he's a light, very light mech in a sense. Uh, f- movement of four inches, active countermeasures, as well as passive countermeasures of 6+. plus, So even if he takes a hit, he still gets to have a shield save, kind of like the Shaltari do in Drop Fleet, uh, where he rolls a 6 up, he saves. Uh, armor of 9, 2 damage piece, uh, An infantry for, with a fortitude save of 2 up. Uh, they have two different weapon sets that they can bring. Uh, the first set has the Goss Carbines with the infinite range uh, for full 12-inch for countered. Two shots, three accuracy, and and ten energy. And alongside that, they have their battle suit, which is their close quarters weapon, uh, which is two shots and five energy. Or in a in uh, they can replace those two and take the bio atomizer, which is a close quarters weapon with three shots and three energy. Or take an energy blade, which is one shot, seven energy. Uh, so a little bit different energy blade than what the firstborns take um they are considered tough so you reroll successful collateral damage hits against the unit and they can enter into a garrison from any direction regardless of the entrances so pretty much make holes on their own and like i said they can replace the gosh carbine and the battlesuit with the bio atomizer and the energy blade for five five points per model as well so pretty cool uh like we were talking yesterday uh this is kind of a, a must take i think at least a small squad size of them, just to go help punch buildings and and really deal some havoc.
2: I'm looking up to see what these guys look like.
1: There's unfortunately no pictures.
2: Not even in the store?
1: Uh, they might have them in the store. Let's the store below. has
0: pictures of the Ronan battle units. Sorry, the Ronan battle suits that I've shown on screen that you can't see. They also have pictures of the Pungari, which are little runt looking things.
2: Yeah. Oh, those are pretty cool
0: looking. Um, I cannot find pictures of the other two. I do, however, see the, the Daimo battle suits.
1: The Firstborn are three on the same row as the Pungari all the way to the left, or all, all the way to the right, at least on my screen. Ah, yep, there we go. Well done. So the Daimyo is... In the new Shaltari starter kit, the Diamond O battle suit is their headquarter unit. Um, so we'll cover that under headquarters then. Yep, that yeah. makes sense. Um,
0: I think the Roman might be my favorite looking.
1: They used to have another one called the uh, Samurai, but they may have gotten rid of them when they made some changes to the rules, or they may be re sculpting them a little bit. So we'll have to see. Yeah. But I didn't see them in the unit list, so they must have taken them out all together, So,
0: Possible. Either that or they're coming in with a... With, with a
1: new, um, new, new rule sets, and they're just revamping the rules a little bit here and there. Possible. But I
0: think that everything else would have been done by now. Because there's nothing else that's been left that's being reintroduced for anybody else. So I yeah. suspect you might be right. Um, but in saying that, you could always count as for one of the newer things depending on how different they look. I think most people, at least from a friendly game point of view, would be fine with that.
4: So, yeah, that's Game Talk for this week. Um, Moving into upcoming events. Upcoming events.
0: I hate that so much. (laughs) All right. So, upcoming events. It might help if I have the thing open. Um, all right. So. All right. Upcoming events. UK Expo has new dates. Um, so, well, sorry. It still has the same dates. It's still currently active. Uh, it's from Friday, July 31st until Saturday, August 1st. Gen Con dates at this stage as still remain the same as well September 16th till 19th uh they are capping the in-person attendance and have a modified format that will possibly include vaccine requirements uh I I believe that that's actually confirmed at this stage we weren't 100 percent sure yeah, uh, but I believe that they have actually. Conf- I believe they have actually said that it's a requirement now. Um, they're still doing the online streaming like they did last year. They're still doing the pop-up location events at retail stores in the area like they have done in the past. PAX Australia has dates, and this man is going to be there. I have my three-day pass, so I will be there from Friday the eighth of October until Sunday, the 10th of October. Mm. Um, I'm going to try and, between now and October, I'm going to try and get things in line so that I can get some conversations with people and go around and have a look and try to get in as much as I can. And enjoy uh, yourself. Well, okay. yes. Uh, I don't know how much I'm going to be successful with when it comes to trying to get like interview type stuff because I won't have a press pass. Um, I don't know how to get one. Um, because we're just kind of a small thing, but I'm going to try and see what I can do. Uh, We don't even know who's going to be there yet, so I will wait to see who's going to be there, and then we'll make those decisions. Just be like, hey, look, see see this? This is me. I do this. (laughs) Um, My plan at this stage is day one I'll go around and see who's there and try to get conversations with like, hey, Got a podcast. This is what it is. Would you mind at some stage over the next day or two, five minutes, just and just come up with just a series of just so that I'm not just going and getting people out of just to kind of give them a heads up and give them a chance to say yes or no? That's the plan, anyway. Um, because obviously there are bigger press people out there than we are, and those sort of people will get priority for now. At the same time, well, at the same time, tabletop doesn't get a lot of attention when it comes to the media stuff as well so yeah that's one of the things i'm going to try and do like i said i don't know who's going to be there so we'll see there'll be people there yes there will be people there it's amazing so anything else that you guys want to cover before we go into the bumper for our stuff that i hate
4: Ah, uh, no <laughs> i don't think i have anything else no i think i'm good Thank you to those all that right.
0: continue to support us in any way that they can, uh, especially to those that support us on Patreon. We very much appreciate it. Um, $2 a month is all we're asking for. Um, if you're in a position where you can afford to assist, it would be greatly appreciated.
2: Um, Patreon.com slash getting tabled.
0: Yep. Facebook.com slash GettingTabled is our main social network feed. Um, That is definitely the best place to follow us. That's Facebook.com slash GettingTabled, once again. If you search for us on YouTube, we are literally about the first 12 or 13 results at this point. Um, If you want to contact Captain Socks, or any of us for that matter, uh, about um, how he should be playing all of these games that he's never purchased, uh, then you can email Captain Socks at GettingTabled at gmail.com. Um, de- definitely concentrate on the things that you think that he's trying to avoid. Um, if you do play Star Wars or Drop Fleet or Victory, sea. Victory at Sea, then obviously those as well. Um, but if you if you can tempt him into buying more stuff that he doesn't need, do it. Um, everything else is at Getting Tabled. Uh, we've got a website, which is gettingtabled.weebly.com. I'm just going to record this one day and just play it so that I don't have to keep on <laughs> saying it over and over again. I get tired yeah, of seeing the we we
4: we, we could definitely turn that into a bumper. And there's our bumper. Good job, George. I hate that so much. <laughs> <laughs> and yet you're laughing at the same time. You're welcome. Play the goodbye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For listening to Getting
2: Table. Music used in this podcast was created by
4: Eric Matthias at soundimage.org.